Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Charlotte Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the little city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world wide web. We are super excited to have all of you that are joining us, those that are hanging out on the phone lines, those that are coming in from Facebook and Twitter, uh, and all our broadcasts. We appreciate you here on the show. And so you know, you know the goal of the show is to motivate and influence. And we're going to do just that today with a phenomenal uh, guest that I have lined up. He is hanging out with me. I'm bringing him up to the mic momentarily. Let me formally introduce <laughs> Roberto C. Candelaria. He is the founder of Sponsorship Boot Camp. He is an international best-selling author of Relationships Raise Money and Sponsorship for Influencers, Profitable Sponsorships in Five Simple Steps. He's also the creator of the Sponsorship Roadmap, Sponsorship Crash Course, and Sponsorship 911. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can definitely see where this conversation is going today. He has graced the stages with many notable leaders of our time, of Lisa Nichols and Bill Walsh and Les Brown, and he's here today to chat with us uh, about sponsorships, corporate sponsorships, and uh, to get to know a little bit more about him. So this is what I need to do. I want to do Twitter. Where are you hanging out online and say, hey, can you do some of you need to listen down to the Starvette Mitchell radio show? All right, so let's go ahead and jump right on in, bringing us up to the mic. Roberto, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me here today. Oh, it is my pleasure to have a chance to uh, to chat with you and talk to you and share you with our listeners. And so I'd love uh, just to kind of hear a little bit about how you even got started in this space. You know, I, I think uh, like anything, there's there's those of us that get into a space because it's something that we're good at, even if we don't know what that thing is officially called. Uh, and so for me, uh, sponsorship actually started in high school. We had the opportunity to go out and perform at Walt Disney World, and we had to raise money. And if, if any of you have kids or know people that have kids, and I know you, Charvette, you, you know people in your life that have kids, and they're always trying to sell you yeah. Chocolate bars or wrapping paper or magazines or popcorn. I didn't want to sell all that mess. And so <laughs> what I knew was that we had to raise $1,000 to be able to go to Disney. And so, you know, we looked at the uh, – I was walking through the high school, and there was these posters like the athletic teams have, the sports teams have, that have the their calendar for the season. And then businesses have, like, their ads around it. And I was like, well, I wonder, would they ever do something like this for a choir concert? And, well, it turned out that they would, and I didn't have to sell the candy bars or the chocolates. I didn't know it was sponsorship. I just knew that, that I didn't want to go sell those candy bars. But what I figured out at a young age was that people will pay for things that they see value. And the question is, is how are we presenting that value? How you presented the value, and do you find and have you found over the years that um, one of the issues is that people just don't present 
value in the correct way, or they're undervaluing, or they're not valuing at all, what that works in. You know, that's, that's a great question. Uh, what I find is that people oftentimes will uh, present the value to their problem, not to their consumer's problem. And so people will stop and say, this is my problem. So, you know, we'll say the salesperson, right? The person doing the selling is saying, this is my problem. And this is my possibility if you buy from me. Now, they don't say that directly, but that's what they're saying in their head, right? When they're talking about, man, right. if this person buys this, then I'm going to be able to do A, B, C, D, E. Versus entering the conversation with, you know, what is the problem that, that I'm solving? Uh, what is the problem that, that, that this would alleviate? And what is the possibility for the consumer or for the brand or for the sponsor if we were to partner together, if they were to buy from me, if they were to sponsor me? What problem do I solve? And then what's their new possibility because they then work with us? And I think that it shifts the way that we present conversations with people when we're focused on somebody else's possibility versus just our own. A win-win um, situation. A win-win situation is what we And so uh, there are a lot of people that are listening in who are probably not even clear on what sponsorship means and who can get sponsorship. So let's just level set and make sure all of our audience members are on the same page. How do you define sponsorship and what are uh, types of sponsorship that, that, and who can get sponsorship? Oh, great question. So, uh, to me, I believe that what sponsorship is, is that when a brand uh, engages you, me, uh, whether you're an influencer, whether you're a for-profit or a non-profit, maybe you need some profit, uh, that, that when you have something and the brand sees the value in that and they pay you, whether with uh, you know cash or a check or a credit card, or sometimes even in trade, like 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 uh, bartering products and services, they trade you for access to the exposure to your target market because that's their target market as well. And and who is being sponsored is you know all over the place. Their moms, their dads, their attorneys, their car dealers, their authors, their speakers, their coaches, their everyday people just like you and me, Charlotte. They are the dreamers. They are the doers. They're the people that have realized that I have value. There is value in something that I do because there's only really two things that, that someone needs to be able to get sponsored. And that's number one, they have to be doing something legal. And my guess is that these people are a part of your community and they're tuning in here to the Charvette Mitchell radio show and they're hanging out in your tribe that they're probably doing something legal. And yes. the second thing <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> and she's like, if, she's like, if they're not, they got to go. She's like, the struggle bus is not coming by here. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the second part of that, right, is that, that if and when you're doing something legal, that somebody sees value in it. And the thing is, is, is as entrepreneurs, I don't believe that we get in business to, to do something that's, that's not legal. Uh, and it right. doesn't deliver value. I don't know anybody that says, I'm going to go write a book, and, and, and it's going to be the worst book in the world. And, and hopefully, when people read it, they're just like, man, that is the worst thing I ever wrote. No. People will be like, you know what? I'm going to write this book. This book's going to be my baby. It's going to be a best-selling book. It's going to change people's lives. And so the people getting sponsored are the people that are doing something legal. And two, somebody can see value in the work that they do. 
And so whether that is baking cookies, whether that is being an author, whether that's being a chiropractor, whether that's being an online product creator or a coach, and you know, maybe working with somebody like Charvette and her product academy and being able to actually bring your product and your message out into the world for people to be able to purchase, right? The sponsors pay for that access. Ooh, listeners, I know your ears are itching right now. You're saying, okay, okay, my wheels are spinning, and uh, I'm getting I'm getting some fire behind me. So, uh, Roberta, you have two uh, fabulous, fabulous books. And so the first one, um, you have a relationship to raise money, and you are a huge component and a huge advocate around relationships relationships and business and so um just talk to us a little bit about that that thought process of establishing and building relationships oh absolutely and so you know what i believe right is when i got into business uh i didn't really know that i would have the business that i have today what i knew was one of my favorite things to do actually is when i'm in town in san antonio where my parents live is is to go have breakfast with my dad. And mm-hmm. when I first started my, my, my business, I lived in the same city as my parents, and, and every, at least once a week, I would go have lunch with my dad, and at least once a week, on a different day, I would go have breakfast with him. And so I knew that when I lived in that city, that, that, that twice a week, I was having a meal with my dad, where it was just him and I, and, and I would get some of the best business advice in the world. And what it made me realize is, you know, when we talked about things that my grandfather would do, my great-grandfather would do, is that, that everything started. It's like people wouldn't work like, you know, if you go back in the day, right, people wouldn't do business with each other. They weren't going to sit and have a cup of coffee with each other. So if they couldn't sit and have a cup of coffee with each other and, you know, have some sort of breakfast or Danish or something together, right, they were going to fellowship over a meal. And they were going to have a conversation over a meal to, to be able to build that relationship. And as much as we live in a digital age where everybody's everywhere, I still believe that there are ways that we can take those handshakes and take those cups of coffees and through the power of technology, be able to build even deeper relationships because we're genuinely interested in getting to know someone. We're not interested in about what they can do for us, but we're getting to know them for who they are. And, and for who they are meant to be because they are needed, because they're loved, because they're necessary, and because we are those same things that if we can collect and, and build these relationships with other people that are needed and necessary and loved, that what could we really do with the world, even if we never even worked together? But but just because I know, it's like, hey, you know what, Charvette, you know, Charvette does websites. Well, you know what? Uh, that's why Charvette did my website. And, and it wasn't because I knew your name, right? It was because yeah. I went out to my network and I was like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do my website. And I met some bojiggity people before and they kind of did some, some shady stuff. And they ran off with my money. Bojiggity. And... <laughs> Don't get that. You need to give reversal of You know, I was just like, they didn't ran off with my money. And... And so I, I had this thing in my head for years. I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm just I'm not going to work with a web designer right now. And so as the brand grew and I realized that there were things that I needed to, to stop doing and find people that we could trust, uh, not only for me, you know, because if we're being really honest, yeah. I didn't need a website. What I really needed was an awesome relationship and connection with a person who ran a web development firm so that we could refer our clients to 
so that our clients wouldn't be to keep getting taken advantage of when they just go find people. But you see, it started by me reaching out to my contacts, people that I've never even hired. They haven't hired me. We just friends. We serve each other. We refer out to each other. And I was like, I need a website person. When your name came up with like three different people, it was just like, you know, that is the power of relationships because it's not always about what somebody can do for you, right? It's about getting to actually know people because they may have a connection that you don't even know that that they need, right? Or that, that you need. And I believe that we just... We, we need to get back to the art of just getting to know people to know people. And these same relationships are, you can also build them with brands and build them with, with people at brands. Because there are people that, you know, I don't, you know, I, I believe that gone are the days, at least right now, right? Where people are starting a career right now in 2018 and that they're going to be at the exact same company in the exact same role 20 years from now. No, not. And, right? <laughs> they're, 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 I mean, even, even as entrepreneurs, we may have the same business name 20 years from now, but, but as we continue to evolve and grow, that doesn't mean that we're doing the exact same thing. And so as we look at this, this journey and as it's growth, it's like how do we build the relationship with the brand? How do we build the relationship with the person at the brand? Like, let's say you wanted to get sponsored by, by Coca-Cola. Well, you build the relationship with the individual, with that brand manager, with that marketing manager at Coca-Cola. And then if that person ever gets promoted because you've built a relationship and it wasn't just, cool, I got my check. I'll, I'll talk to you next time I get a check. That you'll actually know if that person gets promoted or whatever. You'll be able to, or if they leave for another job and Oftentimes, that person, because of your relationship with them, will make that introduction to the next person coming in to fill that job. But that only happens with relationships, and that's how I've been able to work with some brands year after year after year, not just because the brand, but because of the people. And as those people even changed and got promoted, they would introduce me to the person coming into that role. And as we all know, a warm relationship or the warm introduction is worth way more than like, hi, y'all wrote me a check 11 months. I didn't realize that person's not here, but um, can I get another check? <laughs> They're going to be like, who right. are you? <laughs> right. Where did you come from? So I love this conversation, and listeners, I'm hoping that you are catching the mindset here. Uh, and for those that just tuned in, hey, you're checking out the Shard Adams Radio Show, uh, broadcasting live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. And we are talking about all about sponsorship uh, today. Uh, and this is targeted to influencers here with Roberto the Candelaria. And so then uh, we segue into sponsorship for influencers, um, which is the second best-selling book. And so what prompted, what was the catalyst for that direction, for that book? <laughs> I laughed. Uh, I've never been asked this question. <laughs> Um, okay. The I, I I can tell you the the answer is a relationship, and it was a relationship with our community and with our tribe. And because when I started in this industry, I was so focused on serving nonprofits only. Like I said, that the business shifted, and mm-hmm. we had people in our community, in our Facebook group, and our tribe saying, "Hey, relationships raise money is a great book, and it's mainly geared to nonprofits." And your online courses are this, and your online courses are that. 
when are you going to write a book for those of us that, that aren't ready for that type of online course, that aren't ready for that type of group mentorship, but need something more than relationships raise money? And honestly, for like a year and a half, two years, I was just like, I am not writing another book. I didn't want to write the first one. I was forced into writing that <laughs> book. I do not like writing. And I, I thought of every single reason that, to not write that book. But then I finally wrote a blog post one day, and I put it in our Facebook group, and I was like, look, here's the deal. Y'all want me to write a book. If y'all volunteer to serve as part of a launch team and help promote this book, and if we can get at least 30 of you to say that you'll help promote the book when we launch it, I'll write the book. But if we don't, I ain't going to write it because I don't like writing. And and that's the story and the truth behind this book. But once again, it goes back to the relationship is that if your tribe and if your community is asking for something and they're willing to step up, how are we as leaders stepping up to serve the people that are asking us to step up even more? And so that's how this book was written. Um, so Sponsorship for Influencers was a very special book for me to write because – it was the first time that our community had said, this is what we want you to write. And the most special part of this book to me was being able to highlight the influencers that we worked with over the years uh, and our friends and our partners, people that have attended Sponsorship for Influencers and Sponsorship Boot Camp, you know, people such as uh, one of our friends and colleagues, April Frank, to people yeah. like Kim Becker, the founder of Hello Gorgeous, to... Alina Fernandez, who came to our very, uh, well, her very first event with us in 2012, and since then has partnered with over 250 brands. And so to me, to be able to write this book and, and highlight them and their successes through the teaching points and say, hey, you should do ABC, but as you're following this process, here's an example of somebody that did it, and here's the result that they got. That was the joy of this book to me, was being able to highlight our students, to highlight their business, to highlight their successes, because they decided to follow the process so they could get sponsored and get their message out there in a, in a bigger way. They decided it was time to say, you know what, I've, I've got this platform, I've got this idea, and it was time for me to be, better be able to position myself. Like, yeah. where, how am I positioning myself with the media? How am I positioning myself on social media? How am I positioning myself with the website? So they decided to say, you know what, I, I'm going to position myself better. And because I'm positioning myself better, I'm now able to partner with the brands that I want to be able to partner with. And because I'm able to partner, I'm now able to profit. And so what we realize is these three words, position, partner, profit, are what allow the influencer to step into a stronger and a greater level of success and abundance and generosity and part of that is that sponsors help that message get out into the world sponsors help that's how it is a partnership with your sponsor and I just have to throw in here Roberto um, the quote from Les Brown and listeners I know you all know world renowned motivational speaker Les Brown and he had this to say um, you are never too old to set another goal or dream a new dream Roberto Candelaria teaches you how to get that new goal or dream funded without worrying how the development bills will be paid. There is greatness within you, and it's time sponsors help 
the world see that greatness, which ties in exactly to what you were just saying there. Um, and so, Roberto, for those that are listening, saying, well, I don't even know what kinds of things I could get sponsored. Uh, I, have no, I have no frame of reference. Can you just tell the listeners, well, give me maybe some examples of things that they are able to get um, sponsored with after they build a relationship? Absolutely. But right before I do that, since you brought up the Les Brown quote, I have to tell you, yes. ladies and gentlemen, you know, I was like a kid in the candy store when my phone rang and it said Les Brown because I'd met him <laughs> at an event years ago. And literally when I met at the event, I was just like, hey, Les, what are you doing? What are you doing? How can I deliver value to you? And we just we stayed in contact. And so when I reached out to him about the book and he called back. I just I, I was I, I purposely missed the call because I wanted to screenshot it and I wanted to hear his name on the voicemail box and I still have that <laughs> voicemail saved to this day. And so I'm it. telling you is that whenever you think, hey, this person might not be able to, they might not do this for me. Keep in mind that you know what they're looking for is to be able to to use their platform and leverage their platform to help people that are that are doing good work that are going to serve people. They will step behind you and I got to tell you because I was a kid in the candy store now what can be sponsored right so if you're an author bulk <laughs> book purchases of your book it. can be sponsored <laughs> bulk book purchases can be done uh, your book tour can be done meaning your your suppose of you that are doing events your seminar room can be sponsored your workbooks can be sponsored the centerpieces can be sponsored your travel can be sponsored ladies your wardrobe can be sponsored you can get sponsored by a makeup brand. And so there's all these different types of things that can get sponsored. In fact, just in an event alone, there's about 100 things that can be sponsored in an event. Everything from pens to water bottles to the registration desk to speakers' gifts to hospitality suites. And so the thing is, is that it's kind of like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, that, that we are only limited by our imagination as to what can be sponsored as long as that it's number one legal and number two somebody can see value in it you know there are uh, large conventions out there that actually have like you know in the men's restroom like the like like the urinal cake thing like sponsored mm -hmm. by brands and they got their logo on them you know you've been to places where like says you go log on to the wi-fi and it's like wi-fi wi proudly presented by whatever you know you've got cell phone charging stations you've got social media lounges so just about anything can be sponsored as long as it is legal and somebody can see value in it. The key is, right, is figuring out, looking at the audience that I serve and the target market that I serve, who would want access to that and thinking about that as you create those opportunities. And so one of the things that I invite people to do is to sit back and make a list of everything that they believe that they could get sponsored and everything that they could sell a sponsor. And think about it like this. It's like if anybody ever had a job working retail, uh, you know, Macy's or Foley's or Montgomery Ward, which nobody probably remembers, but, you know, there was like Mother this inventory. My mother's listening right now, and she knows Montgomery Ward. <laughs> hey, my mother hey, was from Montgomery Ward. <laughs> and, you know, the thing is these stores have these inventories. And it was like they had to know how many microwaves they had. If they got, a, you know, the men's section will have shirts. Well, they got to know what types of shirts they have and how many of each shirt and how many of each size of that shirt. And so just as major brands do inventory, 
as entrepreneurs, we can learn a lot from these big brands to say, okay, how do we take stock and create an inventory of everything that we have to offer people so that when we have these potential sponsor conversations, we can go back to this spreadsheet, to our inventory list and be like, you know what? I have that to sell. I have that to offer. I have that to offer. I have that to offer. Oops, I already, I only had one of those and I already sold that, so I can't sell that to somebody else. But I invite people to make that list. And of course, you know, within our Facebook group, the Influencer Incubator, we uh, have different resources in there that are all complimentary. I'm always posting tips in there as well. Uh, that way people can learn this information about how they can continue to get sponsored and, and learn the sponsorship process by just being a p- part of a free community. Awesome. Can you give our listeners all of your social media connection points and just the best ways to connect with you? Oh, absolutely. So our Facebook group is the Influencer Incubator position, partner, profit. So if you know that you're that influencer, whether you're just up and coming or, you know, you're already like blowing it out of the water, either way, we believe that we can help you position, partner, and profit. And so we do that in the Facebook group, the Influencer Incubator. And so you can go check it out, completely free. And I'm always in there being silly and doing videos and offering great value to the community. Uh, Personally, that's like the best place to chill out with me online. Because like okay, I have cool. a Twitter, I, I have an Instagram, and I have a Facebook page, and they're all the same handle. It's all Roberto teaches, but I'm gonna be real, y'all. When I tell people build your platform and position, part of that position is know where your audience is and know where what you're willing to commit to. So I don't even know the last time that I posted on Twitter, and I can tell you that the last time I posted on Instagram <laughs> was last November. So I mean, y'all can go follow me there if you want, but I ain't posted in like a year. Uh, I, I, I really choose to hang out and serve our community in the Facebook group. All right. That's, I'm, that's I'm the only, I'm the only right person that's that direct. <laughs> that's honesty right there. Uh, and shout out to uh, Twitter listener, uh, Carla R. Jenkins. She is listening in from Twitter. So uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Carla. Hold it down for us over there. Uh, and so Facebook is, is your connection point, uh, the listeners. And so, uh, Roberto, do you feel that people go after the really, really huge, big sponsorships? Uh, you know, the big brands and we neglect even local and regional companies that are you know, right under their under their noses? You know, I, I I would say that some people do that, and I would say that the biggest problem, I would say the, the actually the, the number one reason that, that, that people don't get sponsored is they don't get started. Mm-hmm. I would say that, that there's not, it's not that people are going to big brands. They're going to no brands. And, and and so when people are saying like, oh, I can't get sponsored. Did you try? Well, no. Did you call somebody? No. Did you send an email? No. Then what are you complaining about? You didn't do anything. And so I I, I think that the people think about only the big brands. The thing is, is that, you know, as small business owners, not only can you get sponsored, you can also sponsor. And there are certain things that you can oh, sponsor to be able to get your brand out there as well. I mean, I sponsor conferences. I sponsor events. And then the reason that I do that is that it helps position us in the industry in a different way. And I sponsor these events that have our target market. And so, you know, especially if you're doing an event locally and you know most of the people are local, think about what other small business owners would want access to the attendees or the people that you have in that room. And so, you know, is it an, the insurance agent? Could it be the flower company who sponsors the centerpieces? Could it be a local photographer? Could it be a DJ? What other small business? Because the thing is, is as small business owners, we are 
the lifeblood of America. We are the yeah. lifeblood of America. We're the ones that create jobs. We're the ones that create opportunities. And, and you know, one of my favorite Brendan Burchard quotes is when he says, don't let your small business make you small-minded. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I remember that. that over and over and over. Don't let your small business make you small-minded. Because the thing is, is if you look to the federal government as to what is the definition of a small business, a small business is any business up to, I want you to hear this number, $250 million. Mm-hmm. So I, I want you to hear okay. that. Okay. Right. So we're over here being like, oh, I can't do this. I'm a small business. Well, guess what? So is the Hilton franchisee. Guess what? So is a Subway franchisee. Anybody doing up to $250 million in the United States is a small business owner. All right, listeners, hear that and hear that clip. Get off of the sidelines. Get off of uh, out of low thinking and move your thinking up. And what's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen if you reached out and asked and they said no? What What's the worst? If you're not any worse off than you were uh, before. And, and then I think that relationship piece um, is key, Roberto, for those that are saying, okay, I, I want to start building relationships, uh, you know, authentically, not in, a, in the back of your mind of, okay, I'm going to ask them for some money, but you know what, some authentic way you, you feel people should start connecting uh, with potential sponsors. Uh, so, so the first thing I, I would say is, is know what it is you want to have sponsored. And, and the reason I start with know what you want to have sponsored is because then you have an idea of, of where you're headed. So if you're, you know, are, is it your training time? Is it your consulting time? Is it your web hosting? Is it your website development? Is it an online course creation? Decide what it is you want to have sponsored first. Once you know what's going to be sponsored, the second thing is to, to know that you know that you know who you serve. And so what this means is to know your avatar, know your target market. And, and I want to invite you to be as clear as possible with this because there are people that will say, oh, I serve women business owners. And I would say, great, what woman business owner? The one that's 18 or the one that's 80 because they got a different set of problems. And oh, yeah. so know who we serve so that we know that we know that we know. Like I want you to know she is 35, she is single, she has a dog. She shops on Amazon. She lives in this zip code. She hangs out here. Who she hangs out with. Like, I want you to be like crazy ex-girlfriend. You know your customer. Now, you don't call them like a crazy ex-girlfriend, but I want you to know every single thing about your customer so that, number three, I mean, well, actually, this helps in three ways. The first way this actually helps is that if you know everything about your customer, there might be people that are saying, I don't have enough sales. Uh, people keep saying no, and it might be that you're selling into yourself, into your problem, and not what this person needs. And so when you know this about this person, you're able to serve them better. The, the second reason for this is if some people do Facebook ads, and if they're not just like crushing it with their Facebook ads, chances are they're not targeting it to the right person, and they're just hitting boost posts. And if you're just hitting boost posts out there, you might as well run down to the casino and take $100 and throw it on Red 36 and hope it hits. And if not, you wasted $100. So we need to be clear on who we serve for the targeting of our Facebook ads. And the third reason is because that's who we're clear. Okay, this is the person that I have, the one that I'm serving. What brands want access to this, which is point number three, is is what brands want access to the people that you serve in number two. 
And then number four would be to reach out to that brand manager, strategic partnerships, to a JV manager, to a community outreach division. Notice, none of these job titles have sponsorship in it. Because when you call for the sponsorship department at a major brand, that is the quickest way to the twilight zone. And they're going to call you. They're going to send you to the voicemail box. They're going to tell you go to this online form so you don't want to do that. And then, of course, the fifth thing is to to have an effective sponsorship proposal. And, you know, if you head on over to the Influencer Incubator inside of our Facebook group, we have several different samples and templates in there. Some are in the file section. Some of them you might have to search a little bit. But, hey, you'll learn something at the same time while digging around. I love it. Like that was the reason right there, giving you the top things that you need to focus on and know about a sponsorship. So clearly, clearly, you are the sponsorship king, and um, you just have such knowledge that you bring to us. And we appreciate that here on the Chardette Mitchell Radio Show. And I just appreciate you as the individual, uh, and I can attest to that. Um, Having breakfast, uh, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> if you'll remember back to the parking muscle a few months back in Atlanta, had late nights, it was like, hey, Charvette, let's get up and connect for breakfast. Because uh, if I can have breakfast with you, I can do business with you. And so um, I can attest to, uh, attest to that, uh, uh, that you are authentic in, in person, being able to connect with you a couple of times. And so, listeners, we just wanted to bring Roberto in front of you. Now, what's coming down the pipe? Uh, down the pipeline, oh my God, there's a few different things. Uh, so uh, the, the the recent name of the Facebook group from Sponsorship for Influencers to the Influencer Incubator is, is really the start of what's next in this pipeline, which is uh, working with influencers. And, and they, they, influencers come in the forms of authors, speakers, coaches, online product creators. They have their social media followings. And there are people that might say, you know what, I have one social media follower. They might have 100 million social media followers. Because the thing is, is I was getting sponsored before there was even a thing called social media. So when people be like, I don't have big social media numbers, I can't get sponsored. I call like, mm. nope, that, that's BS on that one. Uh, that is a, a beautiful story that you told yourself, let's write a children's book about it one day, but it ain't the truth. And so right. what I know is that too many business owners are allowing somebody else's decision, somebody else's default to become theirs just because they couldn't make it happen. And the thing is, is they may not have followed a proven process that's worked with over $20 million in funding. And so the big shift here is, is, is not just working on the sponsorship, but, but developing influencers, teaching them how to position, how to build their platform, how to partner with the people that not only put people on the stages, but the people that own the stages. And then how oh, yeah. do we position and how do we partner for profit? Because at the end of the day, I believe that every single person uh, like deserves to be paid and to be to paid well and to be able to profit and to be able to take care of their family and to be able to to fully live their purpose. And so we've got uh, October second through fifth an online summit coming up. Uh, more information on that is at platformandprofit.com. That's platformandprofit.com. And uh, we'll in December be hosting the very first ever. Uh, position partner and profit live in Dallas, Texas. Uh, so, unfortunately, I can't have you speak at this one because you and I got our calendars somehow mixed up, and we're doing our events on the same yeah. days. And so, you know, if if, if if y'all need to go see Charvette, y'all need to go visit Charvette. <laughs> and at the same time, 
if you want to come visit us, if you're in Dallas and you're just like, I don't want to get on a plane, I want to drive five minutes, well, drive five minutes and come hang out with us. Um, and, and the promise of the event is that we're helping people learn how to position, position themselves for media, position themselves for sponsors, position themselves for their customers, position themselves to be on better stages, how to partner with those same people, and then how to build profit models and revenue models that allow you to be able to thrive in your business with ultimate profitability. That's good. And listen, Roberto, there's enough for all of us to go around. We have listeners all over. So, listen, if you can get to Roberto, uh, get to him. You get to me, get to me. Just get somewhere. Put the two of us. He's somewhere. I know mine is December 7th and 8th. What are your dates exactly? Uh, so, you're December 7th and 8th. I'm December 7th and 8th So, you know what? Go to December 7th okay. and 8th and, and go to Charvette's and then jump on a plane that, that night and come to the last day of ours. Um, but, but like Charvette says, what we know is. There is, oh my God, there's so many, 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 many people on this, this, this world and in this universe. And that, you know, whether it's Charvette event, whether it's my event, I want to invite you. And whether it's neither one of our events, to find the coach, the mentor, the speaker that you believe, hey, this person has the key to something that I need to take my next step to get to my next level and invest in yourself to be able to get there. Whether it's one of us or not, do not uh, slack right do not hesitate to move forward to your next level and, and never ever ever say well i can't get there because there's not enough money because you know what you can sell cookies you can sell chicken you can drive uber you can put you know put a room on airbnb the thing is, is how bad do you want that next level and you'll find a way to get there if you really want it. you will find a way you will find a way uh and, and i love that again that mindset shift of but we 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 snuck just a little more time than we but we had asked for, and so I do want to honor your time, and I'm just appreciative of you sharing with our listeners, and again, listeners connect connect if you join at any midway points that oh I missed some things, you'll, you're always able to go back. Uh, it will be in podcast form and connect uh, with Roberto. Final thoughts. Uh, the goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence, and we want to know what continues to motivate you. So I look at motivation as a little bit different, and um, I believe that it was Jim Rohn years ago who gave this example of, of motivational seminars, and, and one of the things he said is, you know, what happens if you, if you take a room of idiots and you motivate them? And the, the, the point he gave is like, well, then you have a room of motivated idiots. And I, and, and I, I don't like – I need to find the full <laughs> video clip, but, but it really got me thinking. It's like, what happens when we motivate people? We, we motivate them, they get the high, and then it goes away. And so what inspires me right now, and this is what I invite people to look at, like, what inspires you? What, what, what do you look at? And it's like, oh, my God, this is the aspirational place that I am going in. And because it inspires me, it is the thing that acts as a magnet and pulls me towards that every single day so that when I wake up and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm sick today. I'm this today. It says, but you know what? There's that big vision. There's that thing that, that pulls me like a magnet. And so what inspires me right now is a couple things. The first thing is, is being able to just serve people in such a way and knowing that the more that we serve people, the more that, like Zig said, the more that we help people get what they want, it allows us the opportunity to be able to serve more people, but to be able to, to do like hang out with our family. You know, my dad has... Yeah. Parkinson's and dementia and to be able to 
take 12 days and be like, hey, we're just going to go down to my parents' house to last year when my father was in the hospital to spend 48 days in a row between the hospital, the rehab center, and the skilled nursing facility to be there because we serve people at such a high level that we've built a business that allows us to be there for my parents when they need us, how they need us. And, and so that, that really inspires me to be able to, you know, last year take three generations of our family to Disney. And so to be able to provide for our family and to provide this experience for them inspires me. But the other thing that inspires me is to know that when people implement what we teach, that I get to be this like speck of sand. And if y'all have ever been to the beach, y'all know there's a lot of sand and there's a lot of specks of sand. That we get to be this speck of sand in somebody's journey that's this shift of here's how you position, here's how you partner, here's how you profit. Show them the possibility and then work with our partners, such as yourself, Charvette, that'll be like, you know what, now that you know that that's your plan, you need a web platform, you need to be with somebody like Charvette. Now that you know that you're looking for an even bigger profit model, you need to be working with somebody like, like April Frank. Now that you know that Hi. you want to be publishing your book, you should be probably talking to, to Taishina Davis and, and actually looking at our vast network of people that, you know, like they don't even pay me, right? Because I refer them because they're just the best at what they do. That's what inspires me is, is people getting their message out there to the millions and also realizing that they can make a million while serving them. I love that. And I am appreciative of definitely our connection. And you you definitely live that. You definitely uh, shout out those people and make connections. And so um, what the seed you, you put, you plant, they're going to come back uh, to reap the benefits for you. And I think really that is a good conclusion about sponsorship. We started out talking about relationships and all and really ended <laughs> on that note there. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Roberto, for uh, stopping by and starting the We will keep connected. Yes, thanks so much for having me here. And final thoughts for everybody comes from my, my, my dear, dear friend that I would have loved to meet but never got to meet. His name is Walt Disney. Y'all might know about him. And Walt yeah. once said, you can dream, create, and design and build the most wonderful place in the world. But it takes people to make the dream a reality. And so find those people that can make your dream a reality. Find that coach, find that mentor, find that person at your church that can help make your dream a reality because the world needs your message. Absolutely. The world is waiting for you. The nation are waiting for you. All right. Thank you so much, Roberto. All right, listeners, we're going to take a very quick um, commercial break, and we'll be back uh, to wrap things up here on the Charlotte Radio Show. Don't you move. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. Hello, we are 123jobzone.com, an online job search portal. We are user-friendly, and if you're searching for a job, with us, it's easy as 123. Step 1, go to www.123jobzone.com and register as a job seeker. Step 2, once registered, upload your resumes. Step 3, Get connected with employers looking for people like you who are ready and willing to work. Don't forget to follow 123JobZone on Twitter and Facebook to find out more about our upcoming job fairs. What are you waiting for? Stop by 123JobZone.com today. Good luck with your job search. 
She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right, welcome back again to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Listen, we are wrapping up a phenomenal segment here. Uh, Roberto Candelaria, founder of Sponsorship Bootcamp. Uh, I'm telling you, but international best-selling author, Paul King Foster, uh, he is definitely the type of person that you want to stick connected with. And so if you're hanging out at Charvette.com, um, there's a full blog blog post with his bio, links, and uh, when you jump over to RobertoCandelaria.com, connection points for the Facebook group and social media, and you need to check out store because he has some great digital downloads. If you are in a place of enlightened by this interview uh, about what the possibilities are for sponsorship, um, you want to do that. You want to jump on that. Well, as always, we're glad that you just stopped by and uh, we're preparing another phenomenal uh, show for you uh, next week. And uh, we appreciate that you are here. And so have a blessed week. Uh, check me out at charvetmitchell.com. Bye. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.